Super Talk Mississippi media production. I told Robbie Falk I would get a Pittsburgh interview, and I did it, and I'm proud of myself. Not only did I get one, but I got one whose bio says he is an award-winning podcast guest. So my hopes couldn't be higher for Alan Saunders, the editor for Pittsburgh Sports Now, covers the Pitt Panthers up there. And, and Alan, when I look at this Pitt team, uh, good team, won some big games this year, had a couple of losses that that make you scratch your head a little bit. Just maybe in, in, in you know 100 words or less, what is this team's identity? They shoot. I really think that's it. They're, they're, they're a veteran team that likes to shoot, and they're pretty good at it. Um, they are really a, a, a very experienced team, um, and it's just guys that are very confident in – Knowing when they can make a shot, they take you know they take the sh- the kind of shots that you think we would say are bad shots. Oh, that's a that's a covered three early in the shot clock, but they make them like that's just what they do, and I think that's what makes them good. If you look at the uh, the the pit roster, which I did earlier, there's a there's a name that should be familiar to some Mississippi State fans. There, Blake Henson, who of course played a couple of years down at Ole Miss and uh, had a career game against Mississippi State uh, his freshman year there in in, in, uh, in Oxford at 26 points, had been at uh, Iowa State the previous two years but not playing college basketball, comes to Pitt this year. Now he's the leading scorer for an NCAA tournament team. How surprising was his resurgence for you this season? Yeah, I mean, it's just a guy that I don't think we had any expectations for, right? I mean, you obviously you saw some talent there, and a, it was pretty compelling combination of – uh, you know, I like his outside game, but he's also like a, a a thicker guy who can battle inside. Um, and so like he's a really useful piece. I, I thought defensively, um, for them, especially because they play. You know, I guess you could call him a a small forward. You know, but he's the four, right? And so you know, he, I, I was I was sure he was going to be able to contribute defensively and be a pretty good rebounder and and be a tough guy, but. Uh, his shooting ability has been, uh, I think, really uh, a positive surprise for them, making 38% of his threes and really deep ones, too. Especially they play Syracuse, who plays that zone, and he's been deadly in those games just because he makes them from so far out. People have to come pick him up early, and it opens things up for other guys like Nellie Cummings and and Jamarius Burton, who like to penetrate a little bit more. So I think he's been a really big addition to the team and and a big part of what they're doing. If you've watched Mississippi State at all this year, to say that their style of basketball is not aesthetically pleasing would be, I think, the biggest compliment that I could give them. They play ugly, defensive basketball. They want to get down in the dirt. They want to be physical. You said this Pitt team is a good shooting team. Is it a team that's built to play a game that might be low scoring and might be very physical? I don't think they shy away from physicality. They do have some problems dealing with teams that are really big. I just think that you know it's not... It's not an overwhelmingly large pit team. Nellie Cummings is the point guard is actually very small. Um, Greg Elliott and, and Jamarius Burton are not big wings. So I think they have some trouble dealing with size. I don't think they have trouble dealing with physicality. Like I said, they're an older group. Uh, Henson's a bigger guy. Burton's a bigger guy. I, I think they can deal with physical. And they're actually, one. I think one of their best traits is their ability to shoot through contact. You know, you there's lots of times where – Guys think they have a guy pretty well covered, and he just catches and shoots it anyway, and and that's that's kind of how their offense works. So I, I think they're they're good with physical, but size I think could be a problem in this matchup, um, especially if 
I don't know. I haven't seen Mississippi State play recently, but they can have three guys six seven on the floor. I think that could be an issue for Pitt, especially when it comes to rebounding. They've really struggled with that down the stretch here. I feel like I need to know more about one of the big guys for for Pitt. I feel like I need to know more about Frederico Frederico. I feel like I need to know more about him because he's a fascinating guy. Uh, he's Senegalese. He was born in Egypt. He grew up in Finland. Pitt got him out of a junior college in Oklahoma State in, in the middle of Oklahoma. Um, and now he's one of the best bigs in the ACC. It's a it's a crazy story. Uh, he's a he's a fun guy. Uh, and a very interesting player. He's a pretty good shot blocker. I wouldn't call him like a super aggressive defender. Um, and he can create offensively. You know, they will post him up back to the basket uh, from time to time. He's been really good against zones. Rebounding has been the one area where he hasn't been as consistent. But he's been another player where, you know, anytime you get a Juco big, it's like, well, I don't know. This guy could be uh, unplayably bad. Uh, you know, you never really know. And, and he's been an awesome surprise and a big part of this pit team's turnaround. This is a team with four players in double figures for the season, averaging double figures for the season. It's a very balanced scoring team. So if Henson's not the guy, he's the leading scorer, you know, who are the guys that you have to focus on? Because it seems like this is a team that they can get offense from just about anywhere. Nobody has really shut down Jamarius Burton all year, and he is sort of the guy that drives things for them offensively. Um, you know, he plays the wing, but he's a, a good penetrator. He has a really good mid-range game, a little bit of like a throwback kind of player that you don't see a lot of anymore. I think that helps uh, Pitt just because so many teams don't focus on that, that a lot of teams aren't used to having to defend that. And so I, th- I think that makes him a little bit unique. Um, Greg Elliott is just a, sort of a classic like, three-point shooter off the bench. But when you already have Henson – and then obviously Burton requires a lot of defensive attention too. You know, he's the kind of guy that can get lost a little bit and really make teams pay. If they have to put their third best perimeter defender on him, that can be troublesome. Um, Nike Sabandi is a spark plug dude off the bench, loves to penetrate and get to the rim, and is uh, a really good offensive rebounder for a guard as well. And so I think Pitt has a really good offense. Pitt Pitt's struggle will be on defense. Um, and it's it is you know, sort of, they, these are mirror opposite teams. And, yeah. you know, uh, Pitt, Pitt has like the number 24 offense, uh, you know, according to Ken Palm and their defenses, uh, you know, way, way down in the in the 140s or something like that. Pitt likes to run. Uh, Mississippi State obviously does not. And so I think it's going to be a very interesting contrast in styles, to say the least. Yeah, we get the, the always popular movable object and resistible force when uh, when State has the ball. Uh, in in this game, they won. Pitt won eight out of their out of nine, but then they lost three of their final four, including the game they lost in the ACC tournament to Duke. Overall, did you like the way this team was playing at season's end? Yeah, that Notre Dame game was bad. I mean, it was Mike Bray's last game, last home game at Notre Dame. It was a lot of emotion, and they got you know they they missed I don't know nine of their first ten shots or something like that, and just got into a big hole that they could never get themselves out of. I think that's just one of those games that happens. Miami, they lose by two. Last second shot goes off the rim that would have won it. You know, lose the game by a quarter of an inch. That's a good Miami team on the road. I don't have any problem with that. The, the real game that that that's the head scratcher at the end there is the Duke game. Uh, 
not that they lost to Duke because Duke's obviously a very talented team, but it was really non-competitive. I mean, they they came out, Duke came out on um, 12-2 run to start the game. Uh, Pitt never really recovered from that. And then they and then coming out to start the second half, Duke did it again, another 10-point run to start the second half and really buried him for the first time in a long time. They had some bad games early in the season, but I almost kind of discount those games from the, the team right now because they hadn't even really figured out what they had in Federico yet. They were still playing John Hughley at, at center. It was a totally different character of the team. Um, this is the first time that the team that has been playing – and won those eight or nine games, really got beat badly. And so uh, I'm not sure how they're going to respond to that. We'll have to see. Be interesting. Dayton, Ohio, Mississippi State, Pitt, 8 10 Central time uh, tip for those of us here in Mississippi as those two teams look to meet up with Iowa State in the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament. Alan Saunders from Pittsburgh Sports Now. Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Anytime. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.